Welcome to Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction podcast. Loving someone with an addiction is a life of chaos. This podcast is to help you take back your power and build strength, hope, and restore peace in your life. We use the science and art of positive psychology, professionals in their field, along with personal stories of hope, resilience, and strength. We hope you can discover how the courage to focus on you can help put your life back together. When you are in a place of exhaustion, hopelessness, and emptiness, we are a community that knows all too well the turmoil that comes from loving someone with an addiction. We are here to help you compassionately struggle well. Hey there, you're listening to the Saving You Is Killing Me podcast hosted by me, Andrea Seidel. I'm the author and founder of Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. This podcast is for you if you're ready to find a way to struggle well, take back your power, and live life happier while you're navigating loving or losing someone to addiction. I wholeheartedly believe that when you love someone with an addiction, your life gets damaged in some way. Since we can't control someone else's addiction, but we are greatly affected by it, the number one thing you can do is take back your power and focus on you. I believe happiness, joy, and well-being is available to anyone. So the thoughts and perspectives I share here on the show are my own and those of the guests on the show. If you ever hear anything that feels harmful or triggering, I'm pre-apologizing and I'm open to being better and value any feedback and the permission to be human. That said, always take what you love, what feels good and leave the rest The conversations and tools I'll share here will give you everything you need to figure out exactly how to navigate addiction, put yourself first, and how to build resilience for your well-being in a way that feels really, really good. I use these tools to take back the power in my life to build my strength back up and restore peace. And I teach my clients how to create their own version of a life where they can tap into their power and restore their happiness. My goal is for you to listen and leave saying, why is this the only family or spouse support system that doesn't make you feel like you're the problem? And it feels so energizing, empowering, and uplifting thinking that you're not going crazy after all. I am here for you. Finally, please know you are not alone and you are worthy of prioritizing your well-being. So let's jump into the show. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I am the author of Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. And I wanted to talk all about this concept of recovery. Now, I have to say that when I was in the muck of loving someone with an addiction and kind of seeking help, a lot of the time people would say to me things like, you are addicted to the addict, or you are codependent, or you have a problem, or you're an enabler, or, you know, work the program, and or that I needed recovery. And I remember thinking that, this is so strange. Like my side of the street is clean. Like I don't have an addiction. So why do I need recovery? And I remember being really frustrated by all the finger pointing and, 
And that this was so common, right? It's like I kept getting told these things and pointing blame and shame. And I was already having such a tough situation in the beginning as it stood. I was already struggling with trying to navigate and figure out. At first, it was a hidden addiction. And then I found out what it was. And then it was like, you know, trying to like navigate that. And so the last thing I needed was to make a tough situation even tougher by making me feel like I'm a victim or that, you know, slapping me with all these labels. So what bothered me the most was this concept of recovery. It's like, why do I need recovery? You know, my side of the street is clean. Like I don't have an addiction. So, you know, and so I like, and I think to myself, I'm the one holding it together here. I'm the one paying the bills. I'm the one, you know, paying for your truck payments while you can't. And it's amazing how this idea is, is that recovery is very different. So today, when we talk about recovery, we we see it through the lens of addiction. And so today we're going to talk all about recovery from a different lens, from from self-compassion and from, we call it the SYKM approach, which is the name SYKM stands for saving you is killing me and loving someone with an addiction. So it's the SYKM approach. So, but first let's look at what does it mean to be in addiction recovery. And so it basically just means that you're working on successfully managing your addiction and you're trying to regain control of your life. If you don't relapse after treatment, then that's great. But once you're in recovery from for your addiction or your, you know, your mental health conditions, uh, you're basically in recovery for the rest of your life. And so recovery is an ongoing process. So essentially, once you once your addicted loved one has admitted that they have an addiction and Uh, they're seeking recovery, they are going to be in continual recovery. It doesn't just go away. Um, So there's a difference between this idea of being sober and being in recovery. So the difference basically is sobriety is simply a state of living without substances. So it's basically you're just not drinking or you're not doing drugs or you're not gambling or you're not, you know, um, practicing your porn addiction or whatever it is, sex addict, all those, all, every single addiction applies here. So sobriety is simply the state of not living with those, those addictions. So that's what it basically is. So the other thing is um, the recovery actually involves the healing, um, healing us mentally, physically, emotionally. So recovery has been closely associated with, it's about hope, it's about healing, it's about health. And it's so important to remember that the rule of recovery is that a person does not achieve recovery, but that it is an ongoing process and it's a a life process. And it's basically creating a new life, um, basically in the recovery world where they're not using. So the truth is, though, we need to recover as well. Those who love someone with an addiction, we need recovery as well. And at first I resisted this. I'd be like, what? I don't need recovery. I don't have an addiction. And so that's why I wanted to do this podcast because 
I, I literally knew that there was a huge problem here in this language. And because of the language and because recovery is associated so much with addiction, that it's almost like you get shocked when someone is telling you, you need recovery or you need to work the program or you, you're addicted to the addict. So I am going to help you shift your lens on this. So first of all, let's think about loving someone with an addiction. Let's just step into that world for a second because it's nuts. That's all I have to say is literally nuts. So when you are when you are in a relationship or you have a spouse or a child or anyone um, who is an addict, it is hard. There are so many typical behaviors um, that an addict has or exercises. And these typical behaviors in relationship involve things like neglecting relationships in general, um, only spending time with people who share addiction. You know, they might be sleeping and eating differently. There might be dramatic changes in their life. And they often, it comes with blame and it comes with manipulation, not to mention addicts are irresponsible at times. An addict's main goal is to feed their addiction. So just remember that the main goal of loving someone with an addiction is to feed their addiction. That's their main goal, which basically can result in dangerous activities. They can be reckless. They can be selfish. And you can see how that is not a recipe for a great relationship. <laughs> so you might start to realize that they're, you know, staying out late or binge drinking or partying with other friends and maybe doing it multiple times a week or maybe staying out in the garage for hours on end and not coming in, not eating, you know, and or maybe there's blackouts or hangovers or like times where they just sleep and can't go to any family functions or any functions. So it's very irresponsible and erratic behavior, not to mention they might become depressed. So addicts may be depressed. Like since depression is both a symptom and a cause of addiction, uh, you may be noticing some of this concerning behavior. And then the other thing is that addicts can also be abusive, right? So addicts, they may try to blame you, guilt trip you, or even coerce you to, you know, avoid facing the facts and their own shame of what's going on, right? And they want, they do it to protect their addiction. So a lot of the things I want you just to remember is the addicted loved one in your life is protecting their addiction. And so they will treat uh, uh, us in certain ways. They may be are, they might be in denial. They might be, um, they really do rely on deception oftentimes as well, right? They may disappear late at night for long periods of time. You can see all this like irresponsible, reckless, deceptive behavior, right? And they might even say, oh, I'm just going to meet a friend and they make up stories. And so my bottom line here is, and what I'm trying to say is that that's a lot, like that is a lot to deal with. That is a lot to handle, not to mention the sadness is if they discard you or they suddenly disappear or they, you know, they go on binge and you just don't know where they are. The stress alone of loving someone with an addiction is devastating. So here's my point. My point is, is that we need to recover from the addicted loved one in our life. We need recovery from loving someone with an addiction. It is so hard. It is so challenging at times. 
So you may notice things don't feel right in a relationship and you might feel like things aren't, this isn't the same person that I fell in love with. Your addicted loved one in your relationship does take a toll. And my whole message is, is that we need a new perspective on recovery for those who love someone with an addiction. So when you get told that you need recovery or that you get slapped with some labels I invite you from my heart to yours to know there is nothing wrong with you, that all this destructive, abusive behavior at times, loving someone with an addiction is so hard to navigate, is so challenging and very damaging. And so they can wreak havoc on relationships. And the real struggle is for us, the people who are maybe the partners, the friends, the spouses, the parents. And so I offer you no shame, no blame, no finger pointing um, and saying that, you know what, we do need recovery, but I want to really give you this newfound perspective on this idea of recovery. So we do need recovery, but I want you to see this through a new light. So here we go. So let's jump into this new light. So basically recovery is about changing your life. So to recover means to get something back. So to recover. So if you lost a wallet or something, like when you recover your wallet, you get it back. And so this idea of seeing recovery as recovering or to get something back, when you recover something, you get it back, right? So for example, you recover your wallet after leaving it at the grocery store, you get it back. So this new definition of recovery is all about this idea of recovery being a process of change through which we improve our lives, we improve our health, we improve our wellness. We also live self-directed lives, which means we take initiative to make changes. We take initiative to go towards joy and move away from pain and that we strive to reach our full potential. So we, we, it's basically recovery is for everyone, not just the addict in our life. This is not admitting any sort of fault. It's not admitting any sort of blame or any shame at all. And, but rather it's all about admitting that, you know what? I want to get me back. I want to take my power back and prioritize my well-being. And so this tiny little shift, it's not admitting defeat, but it's admitting, you know what? I need to recover from loving someone with an addiction. I need this recover. I need to recover or take back what it is that I have lost. Sometimes we lose ourselves. Sometimes we lose our identity. Sometimes we lose what's going on in our life. So this idea of recovery is all about the process of taking ourselves back, recovering and bringing back what we might've lost, restoring our well-being, prioritizing our health. And so recovery is a process that we we attempt to overcome a challenge that we're affect that is affecting our health, that is affecting our wellness and our daily life. So we're overcoming a challenge, which is really what recovery is about. And holy cow, when you love someone with an addiction or have lost someone to addiction, the recovery process is essential. It is, we sometimes get so knocked down. We look in the mirror, we maybe feel like we've lost our sparkle or we maybe look in the mirror and we feel like we've lost ourselves or we put someone else's concern above our own for so long that we don't even know what we need. 
So this is a new perspective on recovery. It's about recovering maybe the person that you forgot about, the greatness that's in you. So loving someone with an addiction is hard and no one knows this struggle unless they've actually been through it themselves. So I don't know about you, but loving someone with an addiction greatly affected my health, my wellness, and my daily life. I lost my sparkle. I felt like I was drowning. My heart was breaking, and I felt like I lost the love of what I believed was the love of my life. And so this is all about recovering you. So when you think of recovery, think of it as awareness, acceptance, and integration. Think of it as, you know, this idea of changing your life, taking initiative, taking back your power, being completely honest with yourself about what isn't working for you and what isn't well, and then asking for help or taking the initiative to have self-care practices or prioritizing yourself in such a way that's going to enhance your well-being. So they can be so many different things, right? So this idea is, is that we want to recognize that recovery is about changing your life in some way for the better, right? It's about being completely honest with yourself, with self-awareness of what's going on and where you'd like to be. It's also about asking for help and connecting to communities like the SYKM community and reaching out to maybe coaches, therapists, psychologists, or friends or family. I always say that joining groups or joining people who have been through very similar struggles is so essential because you know, people who have been through this, um, loving someone with an addiction, they know that struggle on, on such a similar level. And then practicing self-care, these things that can really help you and don't bend the rules. Don't let someone else's addiction damage the person that you're meant to be. I always say that. And this idea of recovery is for you right? It's like, let's remove the stigma, remove the blame. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm actually going to tap back into putting myself first. It's prioritizing your own well-being. So some questions for you. How will you improve your own health? How will you improve your well-being, right? Who are you at your best and when you are at your full potential? So what is it what that you want to accomplish? Like, how can you be honest about where you are and where you would like to be, right? Where do you want to make changes in your life? But not from a place of judgment. Move into a place of self-compassion. Like, you know, it makes sense that you show up in a way that is supportive and caring and loving because you are a caring and loving kind person. So really it's like thinking about all those things that who can you reach out to for support? You know, what can you do to get help? Um, what can you do uh, on a daily basis? What habits can you implement that are going to help you recover and help you recover who you are? Remember, recover, take back, you know, what might've been lost. So the promise of recovery is all about this idea of offering hope. Hope is for the promise of a better future for yourself, not for anyone else. So I invite you to shift the perspective of recovery to almost a joyful journey of healing and transformation for yourself, enabling you so that you can live a meaningful life that feels really good and is prioritizing your well-being. So essentially, that recovery that I used to resist 
is exactly what my book, my platform, my podcast, and everything is all about. It's all about finding the courage to focus on you so you can help put your life back together, recover who you are. So I really, really invite you to Think about this idea of recovery as a joyful journey of healing that enables you to live a meaningful life that feels fantastic for you and really helps you to strive to achieve your full potential, right? So the next time someone says work the program or you need recovery or you're addicted to the loved one, pause for a moment, take away the shame and blame, move into a place of self-compassion and think, there is nothing wrong with me, but I have been affected and or damaged by someone else's addiction that's kind of broken me and taken me down in a way that's really challenging. And it's time to seek recovery, recover who I am, take back my power and heal for myself. So recovery is for me, my own journey back to me. So that's it, my friends. I hope you got a lot out of this. I hope a lot of it resonated with you. Please uh, go in there and leave a five-star review if you get a lot of value from this and write a review because it helps other people that are struggling in the same situation um, find us. So it's really important for you to comment and reply and like and subscribe so that you can get new episodes right into your inbox as well. So thank you, everyone, and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. If you want additional support, you can head on over to our website at savingyouiskillingme.com, where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We are here for you. You are not alone. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone that's going through this struggle so we can all work together to take our lives back and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but week after week. Although I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.